0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Drag Flip. I'm your host Nehal and in this episode we preview Kerala Blasters. Uh, with us today we have Nevin who is the founder of Kalpantu. Uh, Nevin has just found his way back to Kochi after a three-week sojourn at Kovalam. Hey Nevin, welcome hi, to the hi. city. Yeah, well Kovalam is uh, still we, a city. Well, if you say so. Uh, we also have Amrit, who runs Gray Area Analytics, which is the home of expected goals for Indian football. Uh, hey, Amrit. Welcome, I love you. Hi, Amrit. Hey, Amrit. Okay, so Kerala Blasters finished seventh in the league last season, uh, well outside the playoffs. And as a result, the coach was sacked. Uh, so, Kerala Blasters went on to pick their ninth manager uh, in the form of Kibu Vikunya. Uh, Kibu won uh, the I-League with Mohan Bagan last season. Uh, to start things off, Neville, uh, nine managers in six years. Uh, KB also, KBFC also did not meet the qualifying criteria for the AFC club license. And they've also let go of, I think, around 20 players. So, where, what is the Kerala project about and why is there no continuity?
1: I mean, I, knew the, I wish I knew the answer to the Kerala project question because I think we keep hearing different, different prospects and projects uh, every summer right so one year you're like a team on a rebuild next year you're like you make you make like very important signings and hope that you win the title um it's it's been a very chaotic uh story right the kerala blaster story has been very chaotic uh but like strangely there is optimism again uh like at the beginning of every season uh, fans being fans expect good things to happen especially with uh, Rahul and Sahal, there is a lot of expectation that these can be the future for uh, Kerala and Indian football. So uh, again, uh, we've got, we've signed a a manager who just won the I League. He knows Indian football and he's worked with players like Nong Damba. So there is a little bit of optimism, Mm -hmm. but like if you're going to like sit down and uh, analyze this like a journalist or a neutral uh, things haven't been so rosy for the Kerala Blaster setup. they lost the likes of Sunday's Jingen, and you know, generally it's been a little uh, patchy summer, a lot of, uh, you know, especially with the reserve teams, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of conversation whether that's going to happen. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a, a chaotic summer, but uh, still optimistic, the fans are definitely optimistic, and hopefully they can, you know, stitch together a few results, especially as big rivals and letting fans to be happy.
0: So, I also heard you talk about the, some kind of financial instability and things like that. Well, how true is that?
1: Again, I'm I'm as clueless about Era probably mm-hmm. as yeah. anybody else, I think. So, uh, I mean, Indian football network only is very shush about these things and generally we haven't heard stuff. Especially in the Jingyan saga, there, are, there there have been a lot of stories. I mean, the most popular one is that he wanted to go abroad and just Kera just let him go which seems oddly like you know unlikely to happen because why would you let your you know top player go for free right so obviously there's been some negotiations uh, probably you know I mean very likely to be uh, around money something that they, they I mean Kera Blasters obviously thought you know letting go of Sanjay Stinken was you know good enough and yeah I think i mean that that showed that there is something happening there
0: mm-hmm. okay uh, so moving on there are there were two major appointments uh, made this season uh, one was uh, the new sporting director uh, Carolis, not new uh, march 2020 uh, Carolus skinkies and the coach uh, kibu Vikunia. Uh, so amrit uh, what do you uh, make of kibu bikonia's signing and uh, what, what what exactly did you do last year at Mohan Bagan to you know win them the league
2: um, it's a very complicated question because um, I think Kibu is uh, had a very good year at Montpellier. Of course, uh, they mm-hmm. won the I-League title, losing just one game, and were easily the most dominant team. And if you look at his past history, also I think um, the teams that he has played uh, that he has coached has always scored more goals than they have conceded. So mm-hmm. um, in that sense, I think Kerala are in good hands, uh, and they've hired a good coach. Um, mm-hmm. His teams were known for playing a more Spanish style of football, which is to try to keep hold of the ball for as long as possible. And when they don't have the ball, they will try to counter press and win the ball back as quickly as possible. So, um, in terms of style, it should be uh, a lot, uh, uh, much closer to what Iñigo was trying to push it was trying to do last season, uh, and there should mm-hmm. be a. A, a continuation there in some way, shape, or form.
0: Okay. Okay. So Ilko with his squad last season, do you think he could have done better? I than think seven?
2: so. I think last season, I think um, Nevin, when he started, he painted a slightly negative um, picture of of the way things are going on. But if you look at the, their squad and take it in isolation, I think they they uh, they have a very very competitive squad. Um, mm-hmm. All the, like last year, there was very, obviously there was questions about creativity and whether um, Kerala will be able to score as many goals as they should um, and provide Obeche with the service. And we saw that, you know, they, they did struggle a little in that aspect. But I think mm-hmm. what happened last year was that there were too many individual errors at the back as well. And they had some big losses which affected confidence. And, with, mm-hmm. and there were other off-field issues. as well. So I think if they can cut out that, um, they will be a very,
0: uh, very, very competitive team this year. Yeah, I think they scored a decent amount of goals yes, uh, last season, but it's just that they, they were outscored in most matches. Uh, yeah. uh, so, moving on, another big appointment made uh, this year was uh, the Sporting Director, Karolus Kinkis. Uh, so, he was with uh, FC Suduva in uh, Lithuania. And I think he while he was there, they won the league and they played in the Champions League. Uh, so, Nevin, uh, do you have uh, an idea or a first impression about uh, the sporting, the new sporting director? Uh,
1: I I know that like I'm part of a lot of WhatsApp groups that discuss football within the state, and generally the impression is that you know this guy is going to turn things around. He's like a like a Monchi, you know, he's going to come and he's going to make very shrewd signings that are going to like really improve the team. So we've got even like WhatsApp stickers with which says "In SD we trust." So uh, yeah, so uh, definitely uh, a lot of uh, lot of hope uh, clinging on to this person. But like like I said, like India is a totally different market. I don't know how much he can be. What you know, I mean, I don't know whether we uh, whether he'll be able to reach his potential. And also on mm-hmm. top, like, how much can you really change uh, a, a team that has been so, like, uh, start stop, you know, we've not had any sort of a continuity. So expecting one person to come in and change things over summer is, uh, is just a dream. So like we talk about the coach about, you know, wanting to mm-hmm. have some sort of continuity and wanting you like you really want like a coach to stay with Kerala for at least two, three seasons. I think similarly, we need to give him time, see if he can make you know good signings. Like Amrit said, uh, they have uh, sort of uh, accumulated uh, a very exciting set of footballers. Probably you know not like an ATK or a, you know one of those like a bomb like, like a Mumbai City, but Kerala has a decent squad. Now the the second challenge is now for the coach to like deliver, and hopefully we will give the director enough time to you know really understand football and make very short signings on and do do everything that is related to the club so that's that's been my general impression again this these are all a lot of guesses because if you read whatsapp groups and uh, general conversations around the club the feeling is that oh my god you know he's going to come and make a lot of impact but as amrit would say as you would say i think uh, this is all about time and you know him being given the freedom and the project So, let's just wait and see.
0: Uh, Another thing is, like, so Kibu, do you see, uh, for example, if Kerala missed the playoffs this season, uh, do you see Kibu continuing or do you think there'll be another uh, manager change?
1: I can't say that really, right? Like, missing the playoff but, like, almost reaching there might mean he's going to stay for another year. But, like, missing the playoff and, like, finishing bottom of the table, that means I think he's going to get the boots. So... Uh, the again, right now, the optimism is on a high. Everybody thinks he's going to bring good football. But like it's really a results business at the end of the day. And so, if he's not going to like you know put the team in like challenging position for a playoff spot, I think uh, the general, general scene with uh, this football team is that revolving door concept, right? So, off you go and somebody else will yeah. come in. So, I think that's all we can say right now. But I mean, there is a lot of trust, especially with fans, that he can be the change. And now let's just mm-hmm. see. Now he's got a director also backing him up. There, there seems to be a project. Let's hope if this, uh, let's see if this project can, you know, be sustained for a longer period.
0: Let's talk about some of the signings Kerala have made uh, this new season. Uh, we, let's, we will start with the foreign players. Uh, so, Amrit, uh, a word on the centre-backs who were signed, uh, Bakari, Kone and Costa? Um,
2: I think in terms of centre-backs, I think Kerala have signed two really, really, very what could be two very, very high-quality centre-backs. Um, hmm. If you're looking around uh, in the league, I think the pair that I'm most excited to see how they do is uh, this pair. Because hmm. um, Costa, uh, I'm not going to try pronouncing his last name. Um, yeah,
0: I I looked at that too.
2: <laughs> yeah, so Costa, I think he comes. He's been uh, one of Slavia Prague's mainstays in defense. So he comes. They they really really rate him there. He has a mm-hmm. very very good reputation, and he comes from and, he, and he's an established name there. And he's coming here. Um, and if you have a look at his physical, uh, he he is a decent ball player also. But if you look at his his height and his size, he is an absolute unit. The man is a mountain. So it would be very, and he can play also. It's not just that he's he's a lumbering, which he can play. He is a, he is a good player also. Uh, very very excited mm-hmm. to see how he does. Uh, Bakari mm-hmm. Kone is another interesting one. He's somebody who's actually played at an incredibly high level. He's played for Lyon. He's played in the Champions League. He's done well. <coughs> Um, but yeah. he hasn't been playing off late, so he hasn't had too much game time in the recent past or the last one year. So that could be a yeah, concern. Last
0: season, he was deregistered by the club, uh, by the Russian club he was playing at Arsenal Tula. Yeah,
2: so I'm I and i do not really know if he was playing elsewhere at that time period. So it will be. Let's see if he still got it. Uh, if he hasn't, I think it will take him some time to get used to like playing matches, uh, two games a week and all that. So if, if mm-hmm. he can step up really quickly, then I think they'll have one of the best uh, centre-back combinations in
0: the league. Okay. So another interesting signing they made in midfield is uh, Vicente Gomez. So they, Kerala have signed him on a three-year deal. So I'm hoping. I mean, there's some kind of. A, I mean, they will buy players around him, or what do you think? Right. Uh, the signal- he,
2: he's yeah. he comes from again. He's a segunda level player, and he's he comes. He's a very very high quality player. Um, in hmm. terms of a deep-lying Spanish, deep-lying midfielder, he's kind of exactly in that in the traditional Spanish mode. Uh, he would not like he doesn't really move into attack too often, but uh, he does uh, on on the ball. He's technically very sound, very intelligent, occupies the right spaces. So he should do well in India, um, and he should. And if you're asking me, I I would say that he'd be uh, in terms of effect. He could have a similar effect to Tebar or. Um, or a Mario Arquez for that matter. Um, I would have actually liked Kerala to keep retain Mario Arquez. I know he had an injury written last season. But uh, he's, he's actually a really, really good player. So, he could have also done a job. Then. But Vicente Gomez is definitely um, um, just as good or if not better.
1: Amrit, if I may interrupt no, no, no. that. Uh, so, I mean... Since we are talking Spanish football, we always obviously you know will always compare it to the Barcelona sides, right? So if he if you were to like pick him between like say Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta, what kind of role does he play?
2: I say he's closer to the Busquets uh, kind of role. He does okay. not really contribute too much in attack himself, but he has this knack of being able to find attacking midfielders.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: So, and if I'm not wrong, I think he was part of Sergio Levera's side uh, in, at Las Palmas. In terms of being able to play that style, I think he should be fine.
0: Yeah, I think he was part of his side. And he. I think he also helped them win promotion to La Liga uh, with Las Palmas.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. that might be the season after Sergio Levera left him. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Okay, so the next signing is uh, the Argentinian, uh, Facundo Pereira. Uh, he's currently with. Uh, he was. I mean, he was last playing with Apollon Limassol. Uh,
2: Fakuto is a very, very exciting signing. He could be the X factor kind of signing that Kerala has. So, um, if he hits, he, he will be one of the best best players in the league. If he fails, he could fail miserably. But hmm. he is X, He's like one of. He is a, a very creative, flared player. If I can say so, excellent technique. Um, mm-hmm. he has two. He, He's left-footed, but he can play with both feet. He can play any he can play across the front line, basically. And in the field.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, so, Nevin, uh, how excited are you about Gary Hopper uh, coming to Kerala?
1: Excited? Like, listen, I mean, I know there's a lot of uh, talk in pre-season about, you know, foreign players and all. I don't really get excited because I'm, I always wait for them to perform in India. I mean, they might have, like, mm. a good, uh, you know history but like it really depends on what they come and do in India especially their motivation level some of them see it as a retirement home so they don't really play really well some of them see it as an opportunity to extend their career so they come like fully motivated you know to impress so I mean it it really depends on what hooper we are getting Uh, obviously there is a big hole that uh, Ogbiche has left uh, Kerala was, like, really dependent on him for the goal. So, obviously, they signed Hooper thinking that, you know, he can do the solution. And I think he's going to be that, uh, he's going to be really vital because he's probably going to get support from the likes of young Indians. Sahal, Rahul, Nong all those exciting young players are going to, like, be working with him. So, it's really important that he performs. And uh, considering the clever signings that Kerala have made this summer, I'm going to just hope that he also really, you know, fits the bill and, you know, scores those important goals. I Like, Kerala really needs him for goals is what I understand because I don't see a lot of goals coming in from the other players around him. So, I mean, hopefully that won't be the case and they will find, you know, the Indians will start scoring a lot of goals. But at least on paper, I'm assuming there's a lot of dependency on him for the goals. So, it really, like, yeah. he, he really, need, he will need to step up.
2: Yeah, if I I might just jump in here, I think um, of all the signings that Kerala made, I think Gary Hooper probably is the most underwhelming signing. I think um, they could have and should have done a lot better uh, since they don't have an Indian backup in that position as well.
0: so Gary Hooper, I think, replaced Roy Krishna at uh, Wellington Phoenix last season.
2: Yeah, and Uh, uh, the thing is, uh, when he did, like, so, um, I remember seeing, like, this... um, heat map uh, of Gary Hooker's positioning, right? And the mm. when you see the heat map, the darkest spot, the spot where he's touched the ball most is the center circle. The, that means that he's been touching the ball more from kickoffs than he has been from in, in that particular spot than he has in any other part of the field. So well, mm. uh, it's not like he was very involved in what the good stuff that uh, Wellington Phoenix did. And I, I did manage to watch them towards the end of the season and 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 most of the in the at least after the restart gary Hooper wasn't starting too many games so he i think okay. he is a little bit on the on a downward curve and kerala mm-hmm. will be really really hoping that uh, that's not the case
0: yeah yeah i mean they really need the goals from him he scored 8 and assisted five from 21 appearances last season with phoenix yeah so that's the record <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, uh, next up, I think let's talk about the Indian players who've uh, come in. Uh, let's, t- let's start with Pootia. Uh, Amrit?
2: I think Pootia is the best signing that uh, Kerala have made this year. I think um, if they have a, the, the likes of Sahal and um, uh, Rohit Kumar is also there. And there are a couple of other players in central midfield. Uh, but I think Pootia is the one that you know provides all-round effectiveness. Sahil, uh, mm-hmm. he's obviously the, the, he has all the talent, and Jackson is also a good player. But they mm-hmm. don't have that, they don't have that ability to affect games as much as Puitia does. So, I would not be very surprised to see Vicente Gomez and Puitia start in a little bit.
0: Okay, okay. And uh, Rohit Kumar, how, how do you rate him? Uh, because I didn't find him all that great at Hyderabad. I think he was okay. But, yeah, I, I think yeah.
2: he's an energetic, box-to-box type player, and um, I kind of like a player like that. But I don't expect
0: him to be first choice at Kerala. Okay, okay. Uh, Nevin, do you have anything to add about Potiya uh, and Rohit Kumar?
1: Yeah, I guess. But like, there is again, uh, the, I, I've, I have a feeling that they really care about Jackson. So it's it's mm. going to be like a. I mean, he's he's he was brought in very young. He got some game time uh, last time around i mean i i don't know if this really works in indian football but i generally look at who the social media like photographer is photographing okay as an indicator to uh, you know who is likely to play and this has really worked for foreign teams mind you like i like, I, I believe a lot of betting sites also use this uh, <laughs> method but I, he's he's been appearing in a lot of photographs so i'm just wondering if that's a sign that you know jackson is probably like the first choice for Midfield, but like like Amrit said, and he knows things better. Uh, obviously, the it's, it's it's good that it's a competitive midfield with a like a variety of assets. So that helps the manager as well. He can chop things around, change things, and you know play uh, different kind of football uh, within the same match as well. So yeah, I, I like the look of the midfield. It's young and it's dynamic. Uh, obviously, Sahel is like mm-hmm. a hard throw. We're going to like really. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how he's being used. Is he is going to be like an 8? Is he going to be like a 10? Uh, I think we've seen a lot of managers try to get the best of Sahal. I don't know. I mean, I personally would have liked him to develop as an 8 but does he have the physique for it? So uh, Very interesting. I mean, it really depends on how Sahal is playing and I think that will decide who is going to, you know, partner with Gomez. So, yeah, it's uh, okay. that's
0: what I feel. I like how Sahal made it. Way into this conversation about <laughs> Putia,
2: and... <laughs> no, but it's it's kind of relevant in a way because he is the player, right? Like um, the mm. thing with Kerala is, if if a coach can get Sahel playing well, um, then he will be a successful coach mm. in Kerala because the team will play well. Um, it's mm. it's that simple, really. But the the problem with Sahel is since he is a street footballer, it's very very hard, uh, especially for tact for a tactical coach like Kibu to accommodate him and not lose a lot of solidity in
0: his side. Hmm. Okay. Uh, moving on, let's talk about, uh, you know, Nevin, the most expensive defender in the country. Is that correct about Nishikumar or the most well-paid defender?
1: Uh, no. I mean, not that... I mean, he's still, I'm sure, earning less than what uh, Sandeep Jinkga should be. doing, right? Yeah, I guess. That's what I heard. But like, yeah, definitely one of the highest-paid uh, defenders out there and... Uh, interesting right like he was never like a first choice obviously like they he was really loved at bangalore and uh, they they really took care of him i mean he was one of their own right like they they saw stages <laughs> of his growth to to you know just uh, you know reaching their national team so uh it i mean the fact that he decided to move to kerala obviously this money and secondly the kerala pros the Kerala project was interesting enough, right? So he okay. probably will be getting to play yeah. the position that he wants. Shots fired. <laughs> uh, but, no, so I mean, I, I mean, normal. I'm just, I'm just imagining, you're know, Like, if you're a right-footed fullback, you don't you want to be playing in a right-back position. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe he's better off as a left-back.
0: So that's why like... so that they bring in Nishu Kumar. Is that what you're saying? So,
1: I mean, I think most likely that Rakib wanted to leave anyway so they have to find a replacement. But no, so I mean...
0: Rakib, Rakib, wasn't, Rakib wasn't tied down properly on a long-term contract for the talent he has. Uh, so obviously, left-back Jessel Carnero is going to start. So Nishu has to play on the right. Plus he's... I mean, they paid so much for him. He has to start on the right.
2: Of course. I mean, I, I mean...
0: don't see... Sorry, go ahead. No, no,
1: go
2: ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I don't really see another option in their squad. Lal Ruvatara is probably the only other right potential option
1: at, a right, at the right back. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Prashant is starting as a right back, though. I've like, heard mixed rumours about that being tried out by the Kerala camp. the Because he's not been really firing as a attacker, a winger for these many years for Kerala. So, I think there is this, you know, maybe like Mandar, they, they're hoping to, you know, or like Ashik or any of those wingers who yeah, then... I think I, if, if, I think that would be a great experiment, actually, because
2: the right-back role would suit him.
1: Yeah, he's a hard worker. Like, probably doesn't have the end product, but he, he works hard. So, that that's also... He probably actually ordinary. showed...
2: Last season, he was actually one of the most involved players in Kerala's attacking of, uh, mm-hmm. after probably Satya Sensi. Uh, mm-hmm. He had... Especially towards the second half of the season. Prashant had a very good season and he contributed a lot
1: towards Kerala. And a lot of take ons and uh, he, he's not yeah. a he's not really been weighed down. Because in Kerala like, he gets trolled a lot. He's, he I mean they I mean general feeling is that he's like a headless chicken, like a lot of talent but then don't know don't have end product. So probably like, you know, they, I mean it really depends on the coach, but maybe he can be also utilized as a right guy. Let's wait and see.
0: Okay, okay. So another interesting signing. Uh, Amrit, this is uh, Ayush Adhikari. Uh, do you see him getting some game time this season?
2: I think the fact that they signed Jordan Murray also means that uh, they're probably going to be playing with the 4 in number nine. Uh, so I don't see mm-hmm. Ayush Adhikari starting up front. Um, on the wings, there's Nongdaban Aurem, Rahul, KP, uh, and whole, who whole who I would be hoping would be the two players that start. But mm-hmm. uh, Kerala have quite a few options on the wing as well. And I think Arya should probably be at the bottom of that list. Unless he's a really like, surprising player. Uh, I've, mm-hmm. heard, I've heard that Ritwik Das uh, has been doing well. And Sethya okay. was probably their best attack on last season. So in these four players, I think two would start. Um, okay. And okay. both Maram Ma- Ma- Mahesh Singh and Ayusha adhikari will have to really really push themselves to
0: fight for a spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think some of the ones who are left are, I think, Gibson Singh and Denechandra Metai. Yeah, uh,
2: I, I'm a huge fan of Gibson. Um, I, I remember watching him um for, when he played for the India under-16 team. Uh, there's a, still, I think the video should still be up on YouTube so you can check it out. And he, he is okay. an absolute genius. He's a very, very high potential player, technically sound, um, creative midfielder. Um, but mm-hmm. with Facundo and Cedo and um, all the other attacking ta- talent that they have, I do not think... I, I'm hoping he plays, gets some game time here and there, but I don't see it happening.
1: I mean, I'm just curious. Uh, uh, since there are like five, tran- uh, five substitutions allowed, does that mean like these youngsters might get like both game time?
2: Yeah, but there's still so many other options, right? Like
1: uh, there'll be Jordan Murray... Uh,
2: Ritvig das, Yesen, Nong Damba, Rahul Kety, At least three of these players will be on the bench. And mm-hmm. then you would assume that the other two substitutions would be a uh, defender.
0: and he a defender. defender yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, another player we didn't talk about earlier was Jordan Murray. So, do you see him as a backup option if Gary Hooper I mean, is injured or fatigued or something? Yeah,
2: I think in terms of profile at least, it seems like Jordan Murray is going to be the backup. But I think he's an interesting signing. Um, Mm-hmm. Australia is very, very hard place to play for strikers. And um, it's a very, very defensive, uh, very, very uh, cautious mentality in their league football. There. So it's hard for strikers to play. And unless you have a high-quality striker, you stru- tend to struggle there. But Jordan Murray's done decently. Uh, unlike Gary Hooper, he's pretty mobile. So I feel like he might be a better option in certain games. Mm-hmm. But uh, And he's got... And he, at the lower levels in Australia, he has an incredible scoring record. He has a very, very impressive scoring record below the A-League. So, let's mm-hmm. see if he can translate
1: that to India
0: And he's, he's pretty young. Right?
1: He's what, 25 or something?
2: Yeah, yeah 25
0: or 26. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: So. so, another interesting thing was uh, Valskis. Uh, I think the Golden Boat winner from last year. He went to Jamshedpur because uh, they offered him a two-year contract. Whereas Kerala offered him a one-year contract. So, that's what happened there.
1: We didn't talk yeah. about the keepers, right? They did make a couple of signings in, in the summer. Like-
0: yeah, okay. let's talk. Well, let's do Rated 11. Then we'll talk about who will yeah, sure. uh, start in goal. Uh, so, Amrit, who do you see uh, starting in goal? Because Kerala have signed Rabsookan and uh, Albino Gomes. And there's Bilal Khan. And uh, I think there's a reserve keeper, Mohit Shavir Khan, who's...
2: Yeah, come up and round. I think Neeraj and Lovepreet are also there, right? Or at least not yeah, Neeraj. They're and not, Neeraj is not no, there. but
0: they're not I registered. I think it's just they, not registered, uh, Lovpreet, uh, this season.
2: Yeah, but in either case, I I think it will be between Albino and Prabhsukhan. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm i hoping Albino starts because I'm, I'm really excited because of all the keepers in India, maybe you take a Mavia or a Nawaz out of the equation. I think Albino is up there with playing with his feet. Uh, he does make mm-hmm. mistakes, uh, he is capable of that, but uh, I think, and he hasn't been playing football in the last two years, so it'll be interesting to see whether he can recover and, you know, come back to his old form. Um, um, but in terms of somebody who has been doing well over the last few years, I think Pramsukhan Gil is somebody who, can, who catches, eye. Yeah, he's a very steady keeper. Um, mm-hmm. He's not as good with the ball at his feet, but um, he doesn't really have too many obvious weaknesses in his game, um, so... I don't like yeah, no think I think they got Mavia Mavia bugs so they're just
1: uh moya back, so they're just happy with that,
2: but
0: yeah. Okay. So No, um, because I remember um, last so, year
1: when we were having this podcast, uh, Amrit saying that he's a keeper to watch out for and like could challenge good if I remember right. right. So yeah. yeah, yeah I so really
0: remember. so yeah, yeah.
1: It's a little sad that now he's become like clear second choice in Kerala Blast. It's not even like at BFC.
2: Yeah, I think the problem is at BFC, it's very very hard for anybody to challenge Goodpreet, right? Because he's head and shoulders Correct. above most other keepers. So, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I think Maya is a good option there, especially since they can play him in the AFC Cup and he has that experience and stuff. Um, but I don't think they trust Prabh can yet. Since he's still a young player, I think he's only 19 or 20, so he's still young, so I don't think they trust him to start those big, important games in the AFC Cup yet.
0: Okay. 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 Uh, so, moving on. So, how how are Kerala going to line up uh, this season? Like, what was Kibu's system from last season?
2: Uh, it was standard bog, uh, uh, very, very bog standard Spanish 4 Um mm-hmm. 3 it's, uh, one It's I think... I would say I, I, it's a toss-up at the goalkeeper position. I don't know who will start. It could be Albino. It could be Lapsuken. Uh I would say Albino is the experienced one. So, I would let's just go with Albino. Um, mm-hmm. Left-back, uh, Jessel is probably one of the performers, of, one of the best performers from last season. And mm-hmm. um, he should probably hold his place. And I think on the other side, we've got Nishu. So, uh, we've already discussed him and how, how he's uh, he, like a lot of expectation on him now. So, we have seen Excuse me. Uh, and the two central defenders will be Costa and Bakari um, yeah, mm. Stronger. Uh, in midfield, It could midfield, I think Vicente Gomez is a show in. He's going to start in that role. He will definitely be the one of the deeper line players. Um, mm-hmm. Alongside him, it could be any one of them. Like um, Nevin mentioned Jackson, uh, he could do well. Sahel is obviously the, the most talented option. And Puitia mm-hmm. is the most he has he's played literally every game in the last couple of seasons, so he's the he's the steady guy who you can rely on to give you a seven on ten in every game.
0: So alongside this guy who will play? Alongside Vicente, uh, who do you see playing? I
2: would Coming say like a if, if if I had to pick, I would say Puitia, but it could be any one of them. Sahel, Jikson or Puitia, any of them could play.
1: I disagree. <laughs> I, I I think Sidoncha is gonna play there.
0: But Sidon will be an attacking role, yeah. yeah I don't know.
1: I I think um, he's going to play like a box to box role, and I think he's going to line up in a 4-3-3. So, uh, like with Gomez sitting back and like two mobile, uh, you know, number eight sort of position, and of which I think Sidoncha is going to be one. Yeah, I mean that would I
2: that that would be very interesting to see. But uh, That's in not which case, then. Thing. The thing is, their attack the attack loses a lot of firepower because we've already cast some doubt about Gary Hooper. and mm-hmm. then alongside him you're gonna have probably down and Rahul K P, right? So they're two young players who need a who need one more experienced head alongside them. Correct. So yeah. I don't think they will go with a four three three since their attack is so slightly is so inexperienced. I think they will go
1: 4-3-1. But like last year, you remember how V P Suhair was playing for, Bagan? Uh, he was playing in a very uh, like wide forward sort of a role. So I do I make, like I'm just imagining what the team was and like I don't I, I don't have like stats or like heat map or anything it up. But like I did like from what I remember of bagan they were not playing a very classic four to three one, and you had like somebody like Suhair was drifting into like a lot of very interesting positions. So I was expecting KP Rahul KP to occupy that kind of a place, long uh, number to play long number role from that team. And uh, have like three really dynamic midfielders who could you know score goals as well. So of which could yeah, be I like mean, that. like the thing with VP Suhel's positioning is he was he started on the wing,
2: but he would drift inside because he's a natural yeah. centre forward, right? So
1: mm-hmm.
2: he's essentially an in, you could say an inside forward if you want, but it's almost all players like especially since if you uh, nowadays the trend of putting the player on the side opposite to which his stronger foot is like so if he's a right side right-footed player, he plays on the left. So, mm-hmm. when that kind of thing happened, it naturally plays that. So, if you're going to play Rahul KP and Nong Dumba on the opposite sides, then one of them is definitely going to be coming and drifting in. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, so I just had a doubt from the defense. So, uh, who are the backup options if uh, Costa and Bakari get injured?
2: There is a local boy, Abdul Hakku, um, okay. who's done pretty well last year, but I don't think he's a reliable option. Um and they've made a new signing which is an exciting signing as well, and I think is a very high high potential player in Ken Star Karshank. Um he was part of that challenge. Oh he show hasn't, though, uh, he, so, hasn't uh,
0: he hasn't been registered. Uh, that he was earlier, so. Yeah, yeah. so that is so I think it's a it's a bit weak, right? At the back, I mean if there is an injury, I think they are in little trouble. Um, yeah, but well,
2: I think if you could look at any team in the ISL and say one of the foreign defenders gets injured,
0: they are in trouble. Let me just rephrase
2: <laughs> No, but even <laughs> there, I think if you have a, an injury to terry they could be in big trouble.
0: Yeah, but you have, you have Jingan, Preetam and Subhashish, right? Like that. And mean? So, yeah. All yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyways, we digress. Uh, okay. uh, so, midfield we've established. Uh, so, we're looking at... Uh, if front, I may just add something. Uh, yeah. Do you
1: fancy Jackson as a back? I always thought he could make a centre back, like the way he plays. Do you? I mean, if uh, if Amrit or Chanehal, if you had an option to mould him into a centre back, do you think he's got potential? Yeah, for sure, but not
2: right now, right? Because he's still a little immature and the way he plays, and he's still got that high energy style in his game. So he might tend to leave his position a lot more. Um, centre back, it's all—it's always. Better to get, let him run around in midfield for a couple of years, get it out of his system, and then move him to centre
1: back. Okay. No, I was just wondering, like, do you think he could be possibly like a, a backup option, like a fourth choice centre back, if it has to come? To yeah, that? yeah. I I guess yeah, probably. But
2: I I I I feel like Abdul Hakko would still be ahead of him.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so, Nevin, another option in midfield, uh, Aljun Jairaj. Uh, so, he's the local boy, Malapuram boy. Uh, not local, but yeah, it's close enough. Uh, okay. What do you make of it? Oh, very exciting, right? I think last year,
1: in our review for Kerala Blasters, I think we were talking about him a lot. And I remember Ramrit also discussing this, and how he was one of the most exciting signings to have joined, you know, because he brought in a lot of dynamism. He was arguably one of the best players for Kerala this season right last so mm-hmm. we really want to see how he's recovered from a like, very difficult injury and uh, oh. a lot of players are lost in like serious injuries so we've not really seen uh, Jairaj post the injury so we'll just wait and see hopefully he's given time and hopefully he's given like matches because he was a star like everybody wanted him to be successful and then he suddenly like went off the radar so hopefully he'll get matches I again this is a very highly competitive midfield, so I don't know how he's going to fit in. But since it's like a new mm-hmm. coach, system, and all that, we don't know what happened uh, in this top down mm-hmm. So hopefully he's fit and like ready to you know challenge the likes of that. Not,
0: okay. okay. Uh, so moving on to the wings, uh, Amrit, you see, do you see Rahul KP and Prasanth K on either side, or?
2: I, I think not, not I would say Nang Damba and Rahul KP. Um, but I think we've also discussed, uh, I've also mentioned how Seth Sen was probably the best player in the squad last season. And um, he will he, he will definitely be um, competing with those two. Ritvik uh, Das is another interesting one. He could play in multiple different positions. I would like to see where he fits
1: in also, but I think he's probably going to be a substitute option
0: okay okay yeah uh, so uh, Amrit, to one question
1: yeah. though like do you think Setyasen or like say uh, prashant performed well because he ilko switched to a very classic 442 and they were just hitting crosses and hoping messi and uh, um uh, Ogbeche sort of you know come up with something that was his plan at, at least in the second half of the isl for kerala blasters do you think that is why his stats are like looking quite nice
2: not uh, in terms of crossing. I think Satyasan did really well in terms of keeping the ball. He was also in charge of set pieces the last, a lot last year. So mm-hmm. he was clearly somebody that Ilko rated really highly and that he thought could contribute to the team. Um, Satyasan was, in terms of retaining position, keeping the ball, uh, being tightly tidy, Uh he did a lot of that really well last year. Um, the crossing Keller did lump a lot of crosses into the box last year, unnecessary amount of boxes, crosses sorry, but they weren't always good. So I wouldn't say the crossing is a strong suit, mm-hmm. but the work he does outside in in midfield areas etc. was excellent. Cool. No?
0: Okay. okay. Uh, so another so upfront we establish it will be Gary Hooper and probably Jordan Murray, uh okay. you know, uh, being the backup. So apart from that, there's uh, Nare Mahesh Singh. Uh, so, Amrit, I think he went back to, I mean, second-div last year because he was with the Blasters' reserves on loan from Shillong. So, now the Blasters have signed him permanently. So, uh, how do you rate him? I think he, 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 he's got
2: potential. Um, I think uh, everybody remembers that, that amazing game where uh, start at the start of the season where Nardim popped up two goals uh, and that under-18 Shillong team beat Aizol defending champions and all of that. So I think that was a great, um, and he showed so in that game. He showed that you know he has quality to be a match winner if is on his day. But I think right now he's still a little raw, so it'll probably be uh, uh, a rotation option at
0: best.
1: I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Blasters also have Karpan as a striker, right? So he's also in the yeah, yeah. reckoning of things.
0: Uh, He's almost 25 and I've never really seen him play, so I was wondering.
1: Yeah, but like Mm -hmm. I think he's been
0: playing for the reserve sides and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if Gary Hooper, (laughs) something happens to him, everyone else is going to have to find some form. Like, you know, if he doesn't score on all cylinders.
2: I I think a lot of the pressure will then fall onto Facundo. Um, Facundo... If, if, like, we were discussing about how Gary Hooper was the only one who can score goals, but I think uh, if Fakundo has a good season, he could be a very, very good option. Very, very, like, he could be that Marcelino type of player. You know?
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he has a fairly decent record also. Like, I think in that uh, Cyprus uh, based club, uh, he scored, I think, 21 goals in 39 matches. Uh, so, I think, so. In two seasons, like from last two seasons. So I think that's fairly decent.
2: Yeah, the stats are pretty impressive. Um, he had dropped down um, a little bit in terms of his creativity uh, in 1920 compared to 1819. But mm-hmm. uh, like I said, he's one of those players who has the ability in him to be an X-Factor in any game. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I personally
1: feel uh, that you know more teams should try playing two strikers up front in like in some way or the other. I know it's it usually results in boring football, but I think that's really effective in Indian football. I mean, this my own like small observation is that I know it's prettier to just have like one striker like very exciting wingers behind them and all that. But like maybe like at least as a backup option, maybe we will see both, uh, maybe Facundo or. Even Jordan Murray, you know, play with Gary Hooper.
0: I think that's one way to get Indian strikers playing time. (laughs) You know, play with two up front.
2: I think that's a natural thing though. The ISL is actually becoming a more tactical league every year um, that goes by. So, um, naturally, as more teams start playing... I think this is one of those years where every team is going to be playing a 4-3-1 most likely. So Except Mm -hmm. probably ATK. So, naturally maybe the season next season or towards the end of the season teams will start playing a 4-4-2 or a 3 at the back to try and counter um, what a 4-2-3-1 provides for other teams so Mm -hmm. it's a cyclic process and you will see this you will see teams starting to change towards a 4-4-2 maybe next season
0: uh, so moving on, I think we've uh, almost reached the end. Uh, let's do predictions. I think Nevin, last season, you said top of the table, or what? <laughs> Something like.
1: that. Yeah, I think I said, uh, yeah, win the title. I guess.
0: Win the title, some AFC and all the other. No, I think you're excited, associated. No? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let's start with Nevin. The you article... want me to?
1: Do you want me to change? <laughs> I mean, no, no, I don't. I
0: want you to do what you do. No, no, I want you to. You can do. No, I think the they will. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think they will compete for that fourth spot. I think that's realistic. Uh, I mean, I know the summer is. I mean, wasn't really positive at least from from where I was looking at. I mean, it didn't look all so nice for Kerala Blasters, but I think they've managed to get like a good team. If they stay injury free mm-hmm. and COVID free, that's also a big factor this year. Uh, yeah. I think uh, they should be challenging for a place in the top uh, four. I, I mean the thing is you have the likes of ATK, Mumbai Bangalore are like serial winners so they're always there. So,
0: Who, who are you and what have done with Megan? <laughs>
1: yeah, I've, I've told myself down. 2020 has been a very difficult year. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's just that, like that vacation, dude, it just calmed his nerves down. He's very not so, <laughs> like, not, like,
1: agitated. Yeah, I like how all <laughs> of chill. you think it was a vacation and I was just chilling at a beach and, like, drinking alcohol. Yeah, it was so you far from
0: picture it. Reading. Your article seemed like you were having a vacation, dude. sitting by the boats and whatnot,
1: like, you know? Uh, well, I was, like, I was shooting stuff at, like, 5.30 in the morning. It wasn't that easy. But anyway... <laughs>
0: Uh, next up, so Amrit, what do you think? Uh, where will Kerala finish this season?
2: I, 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 for once, I think I'm on the same page as Nevin. I think um, wow. fourth place is probably the highest they could finish. I think, but they have they have the potential to be dark horses. Um, mm-hmm. But I, 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 just looking at the scores, I feel like there are four teams that are better on paper.
0: Uh, yeah, so I think my prediction is just outside the playoffs, I think they'll do a jump shape like finish fifth or you know, sixth or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, so we're all in um, agreement. Yeah, wow, for the first time. strange end part. End first point is strange. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay, Okay. thank you so much Amrit and Evan for being part of this uh, reunion episode. Yeah, uh, so happy to it's be here.
2: And I can't it believe happens. that we've gotten through an entire podcast about Kerala without Nevin mentioning three four two.
0: <laughs> Things have <laughs> <of> changed. Things have <laughs> changed so much. Wow. That's a great ending for the podcast. I'll stop with that one. You know, mm-hmm. that Nevin's 342. <laughs> Every three podcast last week, three, three four two one, three four I two, three, three, two three, one, three four two one. 3421, I always said 343.
1: I always said 343.